Welcome to the Agile Career Podcast, where we will take you on the journey from employed for life to employable for life. We'll give you the tips, insights, and strategies to help you build the transferable skills that you'll need. So let's get started. Please welcome your host, Gunter Richter. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Agile Career Podcast. This is episode 25. Before we get started, I want to apologize for the short break in the episodes coming out. Things have been absolutely manic and I've been focusing on other things, Uh, but I'm really happy to be back talking to you again today. So please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. It's available on all your favorite platforms. Uh, It's on Spotify, Apple, Google, whichever platform you listen to, it should be there. Go ahead and subscribe. And also feel free to get in touch via the Facebook page or the LinkedIn page. Uh, or or to email me directly. I always love to hear from listeners. Now, um, episode 25 is a bit of a landmark. Uh, It's a quarter of a century, and this is going to be a slightly special episode, and that's for two reasons. Um, So the first reason is I'm going to be taking a break after this episode. So this is going to be the last episode in season one, and I'm going to spend that time shaping up season two, which will be coming soon on the same platforms, of course. I've got some really exciting guests lined up already. And uh, as I said previously, please do get in touch via Facebook or the LinkedIn page and let me have any thoughts on what you would like to see in the show or if you have any questions or if there's any topics you'd like to hear me cover or get special guests in to talk about. Please do get in touch. I'd really love to hear from you. That's the first reason. And the second reason, and this is the really important one for me, is to recognize World Mental Health Day, which is today, the 10th of October, 2020. Now, uh, mental health is a really important topic, and I think it's so relevant, you know, given the, the current turbulent economic times, the loads of stress that have been brought on by the COVID pandemic. And of course, these two are related. Um, coincidentally, the podcast started, this podcast started when lockdown started. Uh, it wasn't planned to be like that. It was just the timing. But I'm glad in the sense that um, the timing did align. You know, there's been so much, as I said, turbulence and shifts in the job market. Loads of people are on furlough. People have lost their jobs. People are in uncertain times. You know, it's it's been a really terrible time. And I hope that this podcast has been able to help to a degree. And uh, that's why I wanted to spend this last episode of season one talking about mental health and... Um, just letting everyone know how important it was. So I'd like to draw everyone back to episode three of the Agile Career Podcast. And uh, whether you listen to this one or not, um, it was the first episode that I featured a guest on, and that guest was David Beanie. Uh, The episode was featured around uh, building resilience, um, but really when you looked at it in a little more detail, it was all really about mental health. And I really would urge you, if you haven't listened to the episode, go back and listen to episode three. It's still there available to listen to. Um, David was a great guest on the show. I've heard him speak a number of times. Mental health is something that's really close to him. And um, it's to date been one of the most popular episodes. So please go ahead and listen to it. Of course, there's a whole back catalog of other episodes you can listen to. But I think Given the topic of Mental Health Awareness Week and Mental Health Day today, go ahead and listen to it. It would be um, some time well, well spent. So uh, I just want to kind of touch on uh, the episode a little more and look back on what David Beanie had uh, talked about. Um, So David had come from a commercial organization. He'd been in in sales and and kind of uh, commercial aspects of 
of an organization and uh, he built an incredibly successful career from him uh, for himself apologies and at a stage he had a mental breakdown and he had problems dealing with a lot of stuff and um you know it was interesting listening to his story in in terms of how he addressed some of these challenges you know it goes back a few years when it wasn't okay to talk about mental health and it wasn't okay to talk about some of the things that had been bothering you some of the issues you might be struggling with and what david did was instead of i guess almost running away from his problem he acknowledged the problem he had with mental health and he almost ran towards it and he went into a career of counseling and to this day he helps um, individuals deal with mental health and he works a lot with organizations around uh, building awareness in terms of mental health helping them put programs in place helping them help their employees um, so that's a little bit about David Beanie, and as I can say, as I said, I can't recommend the episode enough. Go ahead and listen to episode three; it really is a fantastic show. David's uh, wonderful to listen to; uh, he's so passionate about mental health, and uh, it's really inspiring to listen to him talk. Um, my key takeaway: well, there were a number from from the episode, but it was one thing that David Beanie had said on that episode, and it was "be kinder to yourself and be kinder to others." And I think for me, this you know, this this means recognizing that talking about mental health is okay. It's absolutely okay to talk about your mental health. Um, you know, everyone I think is going to experience some form of different mental health state throughout their lives. Uh, you know, you might not recognize it as such, but think about stress in your career. Think about stress in your personal relationships, for example just thinking about the uncertainty as we've said with with COVID now and you know not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or next month so you know it is absolutely okay to talk about these things that that you have on your mind things that are bothering you things that are getting you down things that you don't know how to deal with and it's absolutely okay to ask others how they are and you know take an interest and and care about others you know um this is so important so really, it is about taking care of your own mental health and being there and ideally being able to spot any issues in others as well and, you know, just offering to to have a chat and, you know, perhaps even refer them to, to someone who might be more qualified to help. But absolutely, be kinder to yourself and to others. So, you know, what else can we do? Uh, there's plenty that we can do. Uh, there's obviously lots of stuff out there in the public domain, especially given the, the fact that it's Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, and there's some great resources. I've pulled out a few bits that I found particularly useful and relevant. Uh, but I will, of course, uh, list out the resources um, at the end of the show, and I'll include them in the show notes so you can just go along and follow them. So, what are the sorts of key things that are pulled out and that I think are important? Well, I think the first one is really to to focus on the present. And um, although the present is so turbulent and, you know, as I said, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, I guess that's the key thing is that we can't control tomorrow. Yes, there's lots of things that in, are in our control. You know, we can we can isolate if we're sick, we can wear masks, we can wash our hands, we can do all of these things that can hopefully reduce the impact of the, the pandemic or the spread of the virus, um, and that is future-related, but we can't control it by ourselves. So I think it's important to focus on the present, focus on what you can control. You know, you can control the, the way you think about things, you can control what you do on a day-to-day -day basis, um, but you can't control the future, so don't get yourself hung up on stuff that you can't change or you can't influence. 
the other thing I think for me is is just generally talking to people you trust, especially if there's something on your mind or you have a heavy heart or something is bothering you. Talk to people that you trust. Um, don't rely on social media for your facts or for news. Don't rely on speculation. There's just so much rubbish out there. Um, and I know often it is difficult to to judge what's wrong and what's right or incorrect or, you know, what are, are true facts and what are or what's fiction. Um, but really, you know, there's just so much speculation and so much rubbish on social media. So don't rely on that at all. You know, do some proper research. Um, you know, there's loads of proper news and and facts out there. Um, you know, it's social media is probably one of the biggest problems uh, alongside the, the, the virus itself. So thinking about our interaction with others. Now, depending on where you live, there's different rules for meeting up. Um, the rules aren't always clear. Um, they do change. But what I'd say is, you know, reach out to your friends, reach out to your colleagues and use tools that we have at our disposal, like Skype, Zoom, even just the good old telephone um, and also social media. I previously said social media is bad for news and facts, but it's a good tool to stay in touch with others. Just keep connecting to others. You know, if you have a regular pub quiz that you attend, host a pub quiz on Zoom. Uh, you know, it's great. Get together for a chat, um, FaceTime, anything like that. You know, reach out to friends and family, especially people that are isolated or, you know, people that might normally thrive in social situations and are now going to feel a little bit disconnected if they're having to stay at home. You know, just keep connecting with others, have those chats um, and keep social, you know, um, it, it, it's so important. If you're stuck at home, uh, there's some really good things you can do, you can think about, um, you know, to keep your mind in the right mindset. Uh, the, I think the key thing, and this is what's worked for me so well, having worked from home now for six months or so, which is something I've never done before. And it's about planning out your day and having a routine as if things were normal, you know, so... Do the things you would do in terms of waking up, having breakfast, walking the dog, all of those sorts of things, sorting out your diary for the day. Keeping that routine is so important and um, it really does help you keep your mind in the right place, you know, rather than kind of flopping around during the day, wondering what you're going to do next. The other thing is exercising. Now, I know a lot of our sports have been paused or taken away uh, just because of, of people getting together. Uh, you know, but there's certainly other things you can do, even if it's just walking, you know, take the dog out for a walk a couple of times a day. It's great to get some fresh air, clear your mind. Um, you know, lots of thoughts come to you while you're walking uh, or getting on your bicycle, going for a run. Uh, you know, just keep exercising and keep moving. It doesn't need to be massively intense, but as long as you're taking a break, getting your heart pumping a little bit and just getting out and getting some fresh air. I think it's also important to relax and take some time to reflect, especially on the good things and the things you can be grateful for. You know, we might often just think about, ah, oh, you know, this time is so terrible. You know, there's just all this economic stuff going on. You, you know, we worried about the health of our friends and our family and our loved ones. Um, but, but really, you know, if you do sit back and just take a think about it, there probably are some things you can be grateful for. Um, Take the time to relax and take the time to sit back and, and reflect. Uh, the other bit of advice, and this is the age-old bit of advice, is about getting enough good quality sleep. Um, and I guess, you know, this can be difficult if you are stressed, if you've got a lot of things on your mind, it is difficult to sleep. 
Um, I think one of the, the things that does work well is getting off your devices before bedtime. So, you know, not sitting with your iPad or your iPhone or laptop in bed before you, you know, before you go to bed or even immediately prior to bed. Um, those do really affect your sleep. Try and take a bit of a gap between using your devices and, and getting into bed um, or get into bed and read. You know, not, not off a blue screen, but but perhaps off a, a old school Kindle or, or, or a real book, heaven forbid. Uh, or also pick up something like journaling, you know, just spending a few minutes writing out your thoughts um, on pen and paper, uh, not on screen. Uh, I've started uh, doing a bit of journaling uh, early days yet, so, um, you know, yet to realize the benefits of that. But just sit down, perhaps write out the highlights of your day, things you might have learned, things you might have observed. Um, things that are on your mind, and um, it's a good way to un unwind and, and relax before going to bed. Right, so what else uh, is important? I think talking to your kids, if you do have kids, uh, and I think for me this has been a, a such an important thing because kids are generally so, um, uh, I guess, I'm just trying to think of the word, um, kind of robust and you know they generally deal with change really well they deal with change much better than adults do and I think for many of us adults this whole pandemic is just a blip um, and I don't mean to denigrate the, the seriousness of it at all you know loads of people have lost their lives loads of people have suffered permanent damage from the virus but you know if we look at this as a as a time in our lives it's it's a few months which is a small percentage of you know, um, especially for the more older people, it's such a small percentage. But for so many kids, and for most kids, this is a defining moment. You know, six months for a, a, a ten-year-old is 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 a significant portion of their life, and so many things have been affected. You know, their their routines have been affected, schools been affected, the way they can hang out with their friends has been affected. Their school tours and sports tours have been cancelled. Holidays have been cancelled, um, you know, um, it, it is really a defining moment for children. So talk to your kids, make sure they're okay, make sure they understand what's going on and also seek to understand, you know, what's bothering them, what's on their mind. Um, it really is important. And the word I was looking for was resilient. Children are really resilient, but at the same time, you know, make sure that they're getting the care and attention that they need to help them through what is also a really tough time for them. And I think the other thing is just remembering that this affects everyone. Um, you know, the saying has been bandied about, we're all in the same boat, and it's probably not the right saying. We're probably all in the same storm, but we're in different boats. And, you know, certainly people, uh, some people will be experiencing significant economic hardship um, where others won't. Some people might be experiencing health problems and others won't. But I think the key thing to remember is it's it's just, you know, it's not just you by yourself that's in the situation. We really are all in the situation. And uh, I think that just helps to contextualize things and also just to make you aware that you can speak to other people. You know, um, there's, there's nothing wrong with speaking about your worries or your concerns. Uh, it, it really is okay. And then I think also... Uh, just to remind everyone again what David Beanie had said in episode three was, you know, be kind to yourself and be kinder to others. Practice kindness to others. You know, ask if your friends and family are okay. Smile at a stranger when you walk past. Do random acts of kindness. You know, there really is just so much you can do 
to be kind and, and considerate to others. Um, you know, and that's as simple as wearing a mask when you go to the shops, for instance. Whether or not you believe that it helps, that doesn't matter. Wear a mask because it shows that you consider it to others, you know. Um, do things like that, you know, practice kindness to others and be aware of others because others are also in this situation as well. Right, so those were just some of the sort of key things I'd picked up and the things that have been on my mind. I uh, hope it didn't sound uh, too preachery or anything like that, but I think there were really key points to get across and, uh, you know, were really relevant, um, you know, given that it's Mental Health Day today. So there's some other great resources you can look at. Uh, some of these were the ones I looked at to um, to get some insight into into today as well. And uh, the first one, and um, I'll put the links down in the show notes as well, so don't worry about scribbling any notes or anything like that. The first one is Mind, which is a mental health charity, and uh, this is a charity that David Beanie is very closely involved with. Um, their mission is not giving up until everyone that experiences mental health problems gets support and respect. And I think that's key, you know, obviously the one thing is support, um, but other the other one is respect. And, you know, it's important, I think, not to look down on people or judge people that are experiencing poor mental health. Uh, and this is why Mind, I think, is such a great charity. And I'll post the link to their website, um, as I said earlier. The other one is mentalhealth.org.uk. And their mission is really preventing poor, health, uh, poor, poor mental health. Um, so that's at the heart of what they do. Obviously, prevention is better than cure. That's not to say they don't deal with the whole, um, I guess, um, I guess spectrum of, uh, of, of mental health. So some really great resources on there as well. Uh, and then the final resource is Samaritans. Um, you know, they say whatever you're facing, a Samaritan will face it with you. And this is not only in moments of crisis, but also preventing a crisis. Um, I think most people will know Samaritans for the good work they do in terms of suicide prevention. Um, there's a lot of their signs and adverts up on bridges, uh, railway bridges, um, you know, bridges across the rivers and those sorts of things. Uh, and um, as I said, it's really in terms of trying to prevent a crisis uh, rather than having to, to, to deal with it. So some really great resources there. Go ahead and and uh, check them out. There's some great stuff. Um, as I said, I'll show I'll share them all in the show notes. And finally, I'd like to dedicate this episode to the memory of my friend Philip Justin Smith, who at the age of 28 took his own life on the 10th of February 2001. None of us had any idea that anything at all was wrong. <laughs>